Welcome to the new Ugly, the only podcast that cuts your brake blind so you can't pump them brakes. I'm your host, Ben, and with me as always is Mike. How you doing today, Mike? Wow, you should have written a song about that. A song that's really dark about killing people. Yeah, that's just my general mood. I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter World, so I've been killing lots of things lately, and so it's in the it's in the brain. Well, we are at round we're at round two. Ghost. This is pump the brakes. Last week was shock value. I don't think we had the results in. Um, Max Bombast won shock value with the dynamics. And uh, Inflatable Vegetables, Mousehole, Lichen Throat, Fisher and Diaz, and Pig Farmer Jr. were eliminated. The last two, you guys already know, were eliminated because we, they did not send a song. So, um, we're on to Pump the Brakes now. This is a diss track. Uh, apparently, historically, we've avoided diss tracks because A, we don't want a bunch of bad rap, and B, we don't want a bunch of negativity. Yeah, those seem fair. Apparently, Nivius changed his mind this year. Yeah, and we got lots of bad rap today. That's actually not true. I'm very sad. I was very much looking forward to a whole bunch of bad rap, and that did not happen. He warned us. He said, stay in your lane. Yeah, but it, it should have been just guess, like a game. Which I guess I should have pumped the brakes and ran into the other lane, right? That's right. Just That's straight right. on. T-bone abominominus next to me. That's right. If everyone careens the same direction, no one causes a problem. So this round, I, the summary I have for this round is not many people know how to diss. Myself included. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my general notes are also kind of similar there's a lot of, there's some diss tracks that i'm like yep i know exactly what you're doing and there's some where i'm like i have no idea what you're doing and there's some in the middle that are like i think i know what you're doing but i'm not sure and pretty much everyone who's i'm not sure or i don't know did it badly and everyone was like yo screw you mm-hmm. it was great yeah i was gonna make a meaner song and then i didn't so oh well all right, so before we begin, uh, just a couple quick notes. This is our first round where we have a winner from last round and a couple of our shadow entries. So every week, people get cut and someone wins, starting with round one. The winner gets immunity, so they don't have to enter a song because they can't be judged. That also means they can't win this round, uh, so you know we pass immunity around. Like we said, Max was our winner from last round. So Max actually did submit a song, so we're going to put that at the end of our list here. We're going to put them out of order because his doesn't really count because it doesn't matter. And then we have two of our uh, pr- contestants, Lycanthrope and Inflatable Veggies, both submitted a song anyway, even though they were cut. They are the four honor songs. Yep. We'll also put them at the bottom, yes, and sir. then everyone else will just do an order. Yeah, we got we to gotta make those three listen all the way through to find where their song is. Can't just skip alphabetically. Anyway. That's right. Anyway. All right, now let's kick it off. First one, Abominominus. That was Abominominus. By the way, I found out where I remember Abominominus from. I did some stalking. 
And y'all should go back and check out the songs from Thinking About the Old Days. But not his song. He did a cover in the forum of a guy named DTAC. And I've had this MP3 on my computers for the longest time. It's a great cover. Perfect. Um, anyway, this song was fun. What did you think, Ben? This is pretty fun. Um, so I'm going to say it's a very long song. I think it it's a little too long. Um, I think it's a lot of great... I love the funk. I love the, the build throughout the song. I pretty much love all the bits of the song. I just kind of don't like that it's it's so long. I think it's close to five minutes, maybe like five and a half minutes. Um, that's the like the one negative thing I can say about this. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the other one, the other negative thing I can say because this is like my round because it's a challenge with words and lyrics that matter. I think the dissing subject is capitalism, but I'm not sure. Yeah, that's weird. So I like the uh, loose vocal delivery and the sort of like uh, I don't even know how to describe them, but the the drums do a good job of capturing maybe a a railroad type of feel, like a chugging along at a constant pace, which I think is very it's it's a good symbol of uh, you know capitalism or whatever. It keeps going, you can't stop it. Blah blah blah. So that's neat, um, and I really like that. I like he, he always does a very good job with his uh, percussion. The lyrics, barrel merrily, I wasn't really, that didn't feel like a good hook lyric for me because I, I had to look to see what barrel merrily was. Normally I don't care what lyrics are, <laughs> but if I, if I notice it, it's just kind of, who says barrel? I don't know anybody who says barrel. Do you? I mean, in this context, I think that's exactly the word I would use. I don't know about the word merrily. I don't think I would use the word merrily, but I don't have the same problem at all that you have with it. I think that's fine. Oh, well, I didn't know what he was saying. Um, barrel, merrily. Because you're like a train. Trains, they, they roll along. They, they barrel. <coughs> like a barrel rolls. It's, it's on top. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like that's. it's got a good a good mouth sound. Like, it's, it's a good sound. For Dr. Zeus rhyme. I'm not sure if it's my chorus choice. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so overall really nice. I think um, my summary for this one is it's catchy and I like it. I wish it kind of went somewhere. The the lyrical matter seemed a little forced like a lot of these did. Just in general, what I'm kind of sensing is that Abominominus starts off really strong. He has a lot of cool stuff that grab me into a song but he doesn't really uh evolve the song very much as it goes like it has changed change ups but it doesn't not not enough to for me to say is this a five minute song uh yeah i i mean i agree i don't don't think it should be a five five and a half minute song but i think it changes well i mean I, i liked it i think it does the thing you're saying it doesn't do quite nicely oh it's well, because it's a okay. different kind of style. It's a nice little like, laid-back, funky song. It starts out um, with fewer elements and then adds elements as we go. It keeps that same funky rhythm the whole way through, which I think you pretty much have to do at this sort of tempo and style. I don't think you can really change it up and and really like hit anything hard. Uh, so I think all, overall, I think it's just really just too long. Um, 
Yeah, okay, okay, so back it up. So yes, I have a bit of a genre bias when it comes to that type of thing. Fair. Uh, but, okay, I am trying to sort of point out some things that I'm seeing in all of the contestants throughout their last three entries. So that's actually a note for all of his songs that I have, which is they always grab me in, but I kind of don't understand the point later on in the song. They're like, they don't evolve. And maybe, you know, that's the style of this one, but I don't think it was the style of the others. So I, I'm, I'm trying to give some, some constructive tips, but I'm also uh, not an authority and not a judge, so you should take that with a grain of salt. All right. Uh, so lastly, before we exit out, I have a couple nitpicky bits. Um, in the first verse, there is uh, some of the vocal lines have like a little funky guitar riff right behind them. And I think the guitar riff is just a little too loud and a little too, I think sharp is the word I want to use. Uh, it kind of masks the words, makes it kind of hard to hear. The second verse, when we do it again, it works out a lot better. I think we've got a couple more sounds to round out the whole sound overall. Um, so there's that. I think just be a little careful. It was a bold choice. I don't think it paid off. Uh, and then two nice things. In the second verse, there is this really low bass tone that I'm pretty sure is just a modulated voice, but it is sounds so good. I, like, immediately picked it out. Loved it. Super jealous. I wish I sound that way. Uh, and then finally, I, I'm sure more songs do this than, than I've noticed, but this is the first one I noticed where, uh, the songs actually play with the left and right speakers, so I, have, I wear headphones and... I think it's in the bridge or the final verse or something where we sort of cut most of it out and then the singer's all in the left ear and then uh, there's a little bit of the, the instrumental tracks in the right ear. Uh, it just kind of like caught me, caught me by surprise. I also really liked it though. I think it worked out well. So. Yeah, I think I think he did a great job. He's a, he's a good craftsman. I think uh, in this contest he probably has the same sort of trouble I have, which is maybe working really hard on the stuff that doesn't pay off as much for this contest, which is fine. He's making a song he wants to make, so. All right, we're up to Agony Sauce. Oh, you done did it. Now I'm gonna take you all on. Take you all. Here's the door. Use it. Abominominous, why don't you put a few more syllables in your name and make music that's less lame? Agony Sauce? I wouldn't be bragging, see, cause with your music, I'm the one in agony. Ah. Berkeley social scene, you're getting trounced. BSS stands for boring, sloppy sounds. Bopo yucks, dudes, awful, it sucks too. Alright, that was Agony Sauce, who um, apparently is Glenn Case and uh, someone else. Mo? Is it Mo? I think I heard a Mo in the last verse thing. Anyway, um, that was a fun song. I like the rhymes. It's uh, very aggressively delivered, which is appreciated for a diss track. I like the change up at the end where it gets faster. I even like the talking part at the end. The part, um, oh, and I like the, the instrumentation pieces just throughout the verses. They're very intricate. And they do add an element that I think a lot of songs lack with it, which is sort of uh, balanced nuance with, with overtones of nutmeg. However, uh, the, the chorus is what I felt could have hit home harder. Uh, it seemed more like an afterthought chorus. It wasn't 
While it had a lot of loudness, it wasn't as loud as the rapping, which is kind of weird. So I, I would have liked to hear it like just blast my ears off and sort of go all out at the co- chorus. Maybe do some additional rapping over the chorus even. But I'm not like a rap connoisseur, so that's that's just my take on it. That was good. I think I, I mostly agree with, with all those points. Uh, on the refrain, I agree. I think we we distort the sound a little too much, we mute it a little too much. It's really hard to understand what's happening in that in that chorus. I do I don't necessarily want it to hit harder, I just want it to be clearer. Because uh, it's there's a bunch of lyrics I just don't know what he's saying there. Uh, it feels like which is probably what happened, I assume, is that all the rap parts got all the work and then the refrain, the chorus was like, Crap, I need something threw it together and, and sent it out the door uh, which is not I mean that's that's, that's what the we right all thing do. to do that's what that we is all the right do. thing to do in this case the verses are definitely what matters um, it is exactly the song I wanted to hear out of this whole round it's exactly the kind of terrible rap that people were warned against but I'm so glad someone did it anyway top marks love it whoa that you may have just committed a faux pas because I have well, I have reason to believe that the last time he did a rap he won the round so I mean, that's good. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's bad rap in that it should lose the round. I'm saying it's it's bad rap in that it's not really that great, but it's delivered with a lot of energy and personality, and it's exactly what I was looking for. It's exactly what I want. Like, this should probably win the round. I'd be more than happy if this won the round. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Oh yeah, I mean it would make sense. I love the part where he disses the judges. Oh, you, so good. oh man, you can. I mean, I know it's a joke, but come on. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's why the last bit that does the change up uh, is there. Because uh, I I disagree with you there. I actually didn't really like it. I think it feels a little out of place. I know why. I, it's there. I think because it's it's there to say, hey, this is really a joke, and I judge myself harder than I judge anybody else. So, like, it's a joke. It's okay, but I kind of feel like that takes away from the song a little bit. Like it's it's not yeah. bad. It's not delivered badly. I just feel like it, it doesn't necessarily fit. See, your problem, Ben, is you were paying attention to the story, and I was not. I was just in the other room, and I was like, oh, there's a bit at the end, and it's pretty funny. Neat. <laughs> so I didn't really put those two together the same way you did. Uh, so, I mean, the song made me laugh. Uh, like I said, Wish the chorus, the chorus were different. Um, it's treading the line of comedy and genius, which I think is, you know, it could help or could hurt. I don't know how many people want to. I mean, I want to relive this contest at some point, so I might put it on. But it's no, these names. What what will they mean in a week to a hundred other people? Um, and then my final note, so I, I did have a bunch of them that I, a bunch of the individual disses that I have some notes on, but we're always pressed for time, so I'm going to skip those. The last thing I just want to say is the hype man who comes in every second person, every second subject, is hilarious, and I love it, and good job. Hype man? Did I miss Yeah, there's a, there, at the end of every second subject, there's someone who goes like, ooh, or ah, or oh. like, like as a little like interjection, it's hype man, who's just like there to like keep the crowd up. And I think it's, it's a great job. It's, it's very well done. It's not overpowering at all. It's usually pretty funny. I, I just think it, it rounds it all out together and ties it all together. Nice little pretty bow. Yeah, I, I appreciate that uh, that you were trying to be nice, Glenn. I think uh, I think you could have hit us harder. But 
That's just me talking. And and also, you didn't diss Ben. A little disappointed about that. You know, I was the tiniest bit sad that we weren't included. Um, especially because our uh, sister slash competitor show did get a call up, but they also compete and I don't, so that also makes sense. Well, like, they, I'm, not, they are I'm not actually judging. offended. Yeah, but they, they usually compete. Oh, yeah, never mind. You're right. They're judging. So, yeah, no. It totally makes sense why we didn't get yes. included. I just feel a little bit tiny bit left out, but it's okay. I'll be fine. Yeah, something like the new ugly. That's more like the old ugly. That song's so old, my grandma told me about it. Nope. 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 All right. Nope. Never mind. I take it back. I appreciate it. <laughs> On to Berkeley Social Zine. <laughs> Berkeley social scene. Yeah, the PSS. Um, I am loving this ambient intro piece, uh, but I kind of, then I'm going to start off here kind of rough. I don't think the vocal styling works at all. Um, the sort of like muted tone of the, of the voice just does not work for me at all in that first bit. I want something that's a bit hotter. A uh, bit more sort of like feels like a live take or go completely the opposite direction and like really sort of play with the sound until you know oh this is totally been played with uh, but I think right in the middle it, I mean that's generally I think where you you put your voice that's like the general way you style that that your voice lines in most of these songs but I feel like this was not the time to do that and you should have gone one way or the other yeah for sure um and on that point, actually, there's um, there's some yelling bits in like the final verse or the bridge or outro or somewhere to the end. There's some bit more like yelly, bit more raw uh, tones and and voice lines. And those those are pretty much exactly what I want. Like that type of sound at the beginning, I think would have done a lot, then so much for the song. Yeah, I I uh, I actually like the pump the brakes chorus thing. Um, I was not expect I would not expect myself to the and and that. Yeah, you're exactly right. The later choruses really added the energy there. Um, I agree. I love the intro. There are a little bit of uh, timing issues as well here and there with the with the vocal delivery. So could use a little touching up. Um, nice work on the harmony. I liked that a lot. Uh, we, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm just going through my notes and remembering what I said. Uh, the the chorus, like you said, could have hit harder, could have been louder in, in all the places. I w- well, I would have wanted it to do that. And in fact, in the mix, it feels like the melodic parts are kind of turned down. Maybe we could have had more of a stable uh, guitar and bass foundation before, you know, do, you know focusing on the other stuff. Um the shaker's mixed a little bit high, but I like it. So, yeah, I think overall it's pretty solid with some enjoyable parts. Um, nothing really takes it down. There's no there's no killer negatives for me, but nothing really kicks it up above the intro for me. Um, like, like, the rest of the song doesn't add enjoyment. It kind of just keeps it the same. Um, and I think last note is I don't know what the disc track is about. I think it's sort of some competitor of something. Maybe it's Nerdine itself. 
but I did. I had a really hard time trying to follow what you were trying to diss. So negative ten thousand. Now I want to look up the lyrics. No, nope, we don't look up that. lyrics in this show. At least I don't. I don't. I'm the opposite of Nivius, as I don't look at your lyrics. If you can't tell me your story <laughs> through your words, through your song, then I don't care what your story was. Negative points, but I, I, I think it was something better. I, it was some sort of competition thing. I just didn't catch the subject. All right. Bafo yucks. Dudes. What did you say? Right, that was Bafo Yucks, dude. Dude, dude, where's your Bafo Yucks? Where's your Bafo Yucks, dude? Um, I like how they've been doing some more rock-oriented music. I mean, that's genre bias, but I do. I appreciate that because I never knew what to say before. I was like, um, you know, add more Zamboni. But uh, yeah, I um, anyway. The I'm glad somebody did a uh, a Your Mama song because I was thinking about doing one and I didn't. I think just overall the sound you know can be fuller. Uh, the tone of the guitar and drums they're just a little little bit weak. The singing is too nice. I think you need to kind of. I'm not saying like belt it out so that you sound off key because you sing very nicely on key just saying turn the turn the volume up maybe not literally on the track on your vocal cords you know take a take a good deep breath from your deep down belly and really own those lyrics i know it's hard when somebody's in the next room and they're like why the hell is he singing about yo mama that's yeah that's the challenge right is really owning those lyrics so yeah uh pretty good song pretty solid overall um, you know, some more polish would have made it more enjoyable, but I think it was uh, a good composition. Um, I think my notes for just in general, in the you know, to to look out for um, some of the drumming hits, they add a little bit of a campy feel, like the double snare hits. Now, maybe you want a campy feel, and if so, ignore me because it doesn't matter. I'm a little sensitive to the campy feel. Sorry. Like the double snare hits and some of the tones of the drums even, they, they sound a little canned or campy. Um, and also, something to consider is you deliver the lyrics on every syllable. And if you do a little more syncopation, I think it, it adds dimension that makes it feel less like a campy song and more like a pop song or whatever. Um, you know, so try holding those syllables for for a couple notes or something. Just a thought. What have you got, Ben? Yeah, uh, I like half agree with you on pretty much. I like mostly agree with you for most of the negative things. Sorry, Bafo. Uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan 
fan of this one. And I think Mike hit it right on the hail, or hit the head on the nail here. When he mentions that it feels like you're you're holding back, it feels like it's a bit muted. Uh, it feels like it, it needs to be more of a, like this, this should be a harder hitting song. It either needs to be more rock or go in a different direction entirely. I feel like you constrained everything and constrained yourself because you weren't really sure what to do. And it came out, that's what it feels like. It feels like you're not really sure what to do with this whole song. Um, the Yo Mama jokes, I have to totally disagree with Mike. I am uh, not happy that that was a choice. <laughs> and the, the main reason I'm, I'm not happy about that is because it's so, like, they're everywhere. So I, I, it's really hard for me to tell if these are your Your Mama jokes or if they're someone else's Your Mama jokes. And that, that just sort of, like, makes me question, oh, is this really... Like, I know it's an original song, but are these original lyrics? Are you stealing a bunch of Yamaha jokes and throwing them together? Like, I don't... I think it's... I, I, I know you could have done something more original, Bafo. That's what I wanted from you. Um, so I don't like the Yamaha because it feels kind of like a, cap, a cop-out to me. Yeah, that's that's true. You know, if you, if you find lyrics that you feel about, you can sing them better. And that's always my struggle, is finding something that I want to sing at the top of my lungs without feeling embarrassed or stupid the next day. Yeah. Um, I think also, just in general, for the Your Mama's joke, I feel like the song is also a little bit too long, mainly because the subject matter doesn't deserve three, four minutes of song. I think you could have cut a minute. And then it was about your mom. It but, needs that I mean, long. I'm sure it was. It's, it's fine. <laughs> I don't mind. Uh, I'm not offended that it's about my mom. I'm just a little upset His that it's not. His mom's lovely. Not more original, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think you could have cut a minute, hit it a little harder, uh, been a bit more rock, or maybe done some some rap or something. You know, be be louder, be more in my face. I think it would have gone, uh, I think, a lot better. Uh, I did actually catch. Uh, I think I caught a Neil Gaiman reference to Sandman in the lyrics there. I'm pretty sure I caught that one. And then I also another like sort of nice note is your voice stylings are really nice and they're really pretty, but this is not the song to be nice and pretty on. You. Again, should have gone for harder, gone for more, maybe maybe more gritty, maybe more growly, something. Well, well, well. I think in general, I like. I, in general, I do like Bafo's sound. I just think that this song, in overall, was just too pretty. You needed to dirty it up, or you needed to, to make it even prettier, and then put terrible, terrible lyrics into it. Yeah. Which is what my idea was last week. It would have been fine. Well, you wouldn't have sung them with a whole lot of conviction. Then. Anyway. I think we've pretty much uh, summarized that you basically we just said the same things just differently. Well, I think we I think we also disagree a bit on this one, but anyway, let's move on. All right, faster jackalope. Master Jackalope, who is dissing Popeye, I believe, from the perspective of whichever the villain's name was. I was too busy to look it up. Uh, and also pining after the girl olive oil. Um, that I can't. Thank you, Olive. I was about to say spinach. Olive no, oil. Olive oil. Olive oil. Uh, which I love the subject matter. I love the idea. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, top marks. Great. 
Uh, I have something that I don't mean to be mean, but it's gonna be sound kind of mean. I love the sound of this. It feels sort of old-timey. It feels like it is kind of coming out of an old-timey radio. Like it, the styling of the whole song fits very much with the subject matter in that time period. However, the second person who starts singing that second voice, the vocal stylings don't fit with the rest of the song. And I think we would have been better served if the first singer had sung the whole song, and then that second person had done a lot of the little harmony bits. Uh, especially, I think, on high notes. I think a lot of high notes here would have really, really been a nice touch. And I think that's the voice that could have done it, because it wouldn't have... You could have uh, sort of kept that muted sound, and it, it let it fade to the background a little bit, so it wouldn't overpower anything. Uh, because the first vocalist is not the loudest person in the world, and I think that's, that's fine. That's the song. That's what it is. So it's good. But I think we would have done a lot better there with that voice. And the other, other note I really have for this is that there's a xylophone in the bridge, and it just tickles me. Yeah, um, I, I really like the instrumentation. Um, kind of agree with you on the vocal delivery. But I do need to say everybody should go back to Nurine 6 in the archives at neurine.songliner.com and go listen to the worldly self-assurances, Blame It on Ginger. Because that's... Uh, like that's the potential of this song they're just it's almost the exact same song but then it changes but it starts out very much the same in terms of tone, lyrics, even singer <sighs> and yeah I love I love his singing it's great singing but maybe it's the range that he needs to work on because it seems like the melodies are I don't know Recycled-ish? A little bit? But I agree with you, the second singer, kind of unnecessary. I, I mean, the song didn't... Mm, I don't know. That that part seemed there to try to differentiate, like, to draw a divide between the verse and the chorus, which sounded very similar. And, uh, I don't know. It just didn't fit. Um, and also, I think the lyrics are weird. I'm sorry, I don't I don't think this subject matters. You don't like the Popeye reference? I love the Popeye reference. I didn't get it. I just was like, why are we singing about spinach now? I'm so confused. Well some somebody didn't grow up watching Popeye apparently, so boo on you. Thought we were talking about ginger, okay. So yeah, that's my that's my notes really. Uh the tambourine is really loud and awkward at points. I think it was off beat a little bit. But overall, nice singing. And, uh, you know, good couple solid hooks, good instrumentation overall. Composition, I'm not a huge fan of. All right. So today is the day of Mike and Ben being opposites, I think. Um, and on that note, let us move on to Frankie Big Face. That was Frankie Big Face. Frankie. That was a nice, solid pop rock song right there. Like, uh, uh, you know, really, really poppy, really catchy, some good melody lines, strong vocal delivery. A lot of cool instrumentation things going in, in the background. Nice, subtle touches there. I particularly note 
I like the lead guitars. The lyrics pump the brakes. They just uh, kind of gross here. Not, I'm not sure anybody should have used pump brakes in their chorus because I'm not sure I want to hear that repeated. I think my biggest problem here is it just sounds like too many songs I know. Uh, particularly the intro sounds like we could be heroes if just for one day. And, um, and then later, I don't know, Frank's probably never even heard some of these songs, but there are, ju there are just so many song cliches I just hear and hear that I, I just, I can't, I can't give it an equal fair shake. I mean, he nailed it. He nailed it in probably the way people said I nailed last week, <laughs> which is just, a, you know, a bunch of, uh, like a good, tasteful mix of a bunch of stuff. Um, so I think I disagree with you everywhere, mostly. The first note I have, the before I forget, uh, so I have in my notes, I'm not sure if I agree right this second, but earlier when I was listening, the vocal style in here with the, the voice lines a little hotter, uh, it's the kind of sound I wanted from BSS, uh, so in case that's helpful to anyone at all, or just me being a, a butthead, that's fine. Um, and then another picky bit is there's a lyric in here where it says, you're not the sharpest tool in the shed and you're the dullest. I really want it to be the word but instead of and because it's not, it, there are contrasts. That is really, I don't know why that's sticking with me. It just totally is. So sorry, I'm being a butthead. That's what it is. Hmm. Um, the, at the end there, there's um, some high notes in the last refrain, but I, I think they come in too early. I feel like we could have delayed those a little bit. And then I also feel like we should do more with them. Uh, the right now, if I recall correctly, as we're talking about this, uh, the high notes pretty much just say the exact same words, and then just sort of float on the same note the entire way through. And I feel like we should have done something different with them. We should have moved them around a little bit, give me a couple of different notes, give me some different, uh, like, put some whole notes in there, hold some stuff out, uh, give me some counter melodies with them. Like, I think it's a, it's a good effort, and I like the sound. I just want there to be more variety in that sound. Yeah, I... I, I'd like to say something real quick here. I think Frank has a good sense of every, well, music. I mean, he's a music genius, obviously. But um, when it comes to his singing, I think he doesn't understand where the line is between his style and where his style turns into, like, not just, like, not doing another take. Like, the sustains on some notes. Some of it's charming, and some of it's like, yeah, you, you could have done that again at least maybe once. Um, and the low notes, he, the low notes in this song were really, really, really testing his voice. Uh, so I don't know if he needed to warm up a little bit or, or whatever. I mean, he's, he's good at singing. He knows what key he's singing in. Had that same note about the low notes. It feels like the, those low notes are definitely at the bottom of the range there, um, and I feel like we put a little too much, too little too much on them. I feel like we could have probably put them up, um, or maybe not used them as as many, not used as many of those low notes, because you can definitely tell that's a, that's a bit of a, a stretch. Which I mean, hey, everyone's got a range, and you hit them, but it's not the fullest sound. Uh, and then the final thing that you and I disagree with is the lead guitar. There are a bunch of at least, uh, sorry, the last uh, electric guitar riff, um, which is either in the bridge or in the final verse or something, to me, it feels like it comes completely out of nowhere. 
and it totally doesn't sound at all like the rest of the song and should not be here. It's good. Technically, it's good, but I hate it. Please get rid of it. It just, just throws me off so hard. It's the shockiest thing all season. Yeah, he probably could have cut it short or something. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, like, I like the general idea overall, especially some of those vibratos or bendies or whatever you want to call them. And the tone of the tone of the guitar is, you know, I like Frank's tone overall on all of his instruments. Yeah, I think I do too. And like I said, I think it's a, it's technically a good a good bit. Like I know it's good. It just does not belong to the song, in my opinion. Like it just totally threw me. I don't I don't like it. Just not well, here. we don't man. need to ruminate on it or ruminate. <laughs> all right, let's not ruminate. You're right. We have we need so to move on to other songs. Let's let's destroy songs. you. Tear you a new one. All right. Be Mike. Here we go. You better pump the brakes before you end up in a rip. You've been ghosting for far too long without breaking a sweat. So keep your eyes on the road. And turn off the cruise control Cause I'm not Alright, so that's Grumpy Mike here. Uh, the very first thing is those low notes are so good. Just, ah, uh, chef kiss. Great. Love them. Um, and then I actually do love the, the sort of, like, your mid-range voice, the growls and the screams. I think those are great. The high notes, and especially the really sustained high notes, are wonderful. However... I think the second verse is not that great. I think you shouldn't have done the scream sound the whole way through. I think you kind of are destroying your voice there a little bit. It sounds like you're straining a little bit. Like I, I like I like the effort, but I don't like the end result. I think you're better yeah. serviced in that first verse in the first chorus where you you played with it, you threw it in here and there. I think it works really well that way. Yeah. But going all the way out. Yeah. Yeah, a little too much. I'm I'm my own critic, Ben. I I know exactly that I sound more like ACDC than Chris Cornell there. I uh, had I more time, I would have redone it. Had I more That's time, fine. I would have I, redone it. I did get that you were going for Chris Cornell, and I definitely thought that through or thought of that. So that was good. Um, also, going into the bridge, I think that was a great great note, and that last refrain is also wonderful. I think just that second verse, you went for it too hard. So good effort, but it was too hard. Yeah, I, I, I had to chop uh, up a bunch of ch- takes to make it work. I could probably do it better now that I understand what I'm doing. Really, guys, I don't. I did not know this was gonna work out when I started this song. Um, I wanted to make the chorus harder, and then I ended up going soft with it. It happens. I don't know. It, it killed me doing this, and I feel like I'm biting off more than I can chew with these lyrics, but. Come at, come at me, bro. Yeah, we're gonna Randy Man Savage here. You know, I don't know. Pro wrestler grumbling. That's right. Uh, I totally forgot to mention. Uh, for so Frankie's song, last song, the diss track, I believe was about an ex-spouse. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> it's hard to tell. This one, this diss track, obviously is about the reigning champion of Nurine. So uh, that was clearly thrown what, down the gauntlet. Which well, one? Not, I don't. All of them. We got at least two. I think there's like five in this in this competition right now. So, well, then like I, a whole bunch. I have quite about a lot of lot to deal with, don't I? Uh, that's right. Um, two of the notes I have. 
about uh, the song really quick. Uh, I kind of hate the like false stop uh, and the second ending. I think you made the right. You would have been better served at just going with that first ending and not having that little bit at the end tack on. Um, which I didn't listen to yeah. more, but that's yeah. what I've written down. Okay. And I think, honestly, I think the, the biggest thing that would have really served you is a tempo change. I think you could have done a tempo change either in the choruses or a chorus or going to the bridge and ending out. I think, uh, I just think it would have added a lot to this song. Yeah, I, uh, I can agree that the tempo was a problem for me because I wanted it to be a slow, bluesy start. But then when I found out the chorus was going to sludge along, I had to do something else. Yeah, I think not sludging along would have been a good choice. I think well, the chorus and, overall, and, I like and, it. And I mean, my original plan was to do something very slow and sludgy at the chorus. I just don't think I could have pulled it off. I was... That's fine. I was going to say you should go the other way and sped things up and had a faster tempo. Uh, either probably, I probably would have well, put it in I went double the bridge time. in the final bit. Either double time or up a little. I'm not, I'd, I'd have to play with it myself to get it, but I feel like we could have used the tempo change here. And it, it should have been yeah. a faster tempo change at some point in the song. Yeah, and then I would have had to figure out how to transition the temp, tempo change. I just don't have that kind of time. Already killed myself on this song. What I think I actually would have won is, so this was in 4, I believe. It was in 4. And I think switching from 4 to like 6, 8 or something, I think might have done it too. That would have been fine, probably. probably That's asking a lot. I know it is. That's asking for way too much in a week. Consider, saying, considering I spent all day recording guitars and then deleted them all and decided to try something new. Yeah. I mean, we all make mistakes. Slash, we all have things. We can prove on the whole point of our show. Um, I'm going to point out some something. I like my breaths at the chorus. You may have missed them, but they're Taylor Swift inspired. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's a nice slick. That's the subtle touch that I really like on a song. I know. Maybe I, nobody else right, does. I totally missed it. Totally missed it. Um, now I'm trying to listen backward. And then at the last chorus, I needed another I needed another take there but that was 10 minutes before the deadline where I did that high line so I just cut out the notes that I couldn't hit mm. I liked it though I like the high notes I mean you're right it probably could have been better well, but no, I, I mean liked it, so. you'll notice I don't start the sentence but I end the sentence <laughs> anyway lucky spoon let's all turn down our volume before this one hits lose that negativity gain some positivity pump the brakes and you will see you better not so angry there's a source of great all right that was lucky spoon i I love this song. Um, the that first, I think it's the the instrumental bit between the verse and the chorus, or whatever it is, right in the beginning, where it's just that acapella trumpet that just sounds goofy as shit, but also totally matches, is my jam. I <laughs> love it. It's great. So cool. Um, I also love the diss track that it's it's dissing negativity or anger in general. Uh, I like that idea. Great. It works well. Um, it is super fun i love this like cabaret ish style feel it's not exactly cabaret but it's what i think of 
or at least that's the word I have right now. I, I generally just, in general, love this song. I think the other note I have is uh, the refrain, where it goes, you're better off not so angry, is just really <laughs> awkward wordplay, man. That that could have used another pass. That was... Yeah. I, I like I like the, the melody of it. I do not like the words. Every time I heard angry, I was... I was upset because I didn't know whether I should laugh at that or be annoyed at that. <laughs> maybe that's the point. <laughs> oh, angry. Uh, yeah, I mean, everything about this is, is amazing. Um, it's so freaking catchy. Clever lyrics. You know, he, he's, he's bringing the clever lyrics. So my summary is Scott nailed it. Uh, not sure it makes a lot of sense outside the contest, but it's a really fun song. And who am I to criticize my song doesn't make that much sense out of the contest? Oh, um, one thing I did want to mention. My wife had a comment about this. She said, Scott's going to shitpost his way all through this contest, isn't he? I'm okay with that. That's a good strategy. It's a bold strategy, but it's a good strategy. I thought that was an apt name for that. Uh, observation yeah all right let's move on mandibles mouth things it's fun to work with a person of fame when the bookings came i couldn't complain i went on tour and i got my own room but the frustrations took hold real soon I accepted the fact that you really can't play, that you can't sing. All right, that's Mandibles. It's really difficult to have a really slow song after a fast song like that. But we still love you. Yeah, uh, I don't agree with that sentiment. Well, I agree with the loving sentiment, but not the it's really hard to have a slow song after a fast song. That's just like how life works. I don't know. Of course what you'll disagree about that. About. I don't. Okay, what what are your notes? So so the first note, of course, diss track. Um, I don't know. I think you're dissing your fellow your fellow band members, and or in particular their driving. Um, there's a Holland Tunnel reference, which is a thing in New York, uh, and I believe it's also a speed limit reference because he mentioned like 50, keep going 54. It's very i don't know it, it's a little I'm, i got lost i got lost in the distract sorry yeah one of those. um those lyrics kind of went on a, on a wandering journey the, yeah the, the, this is not the first song they've done where they have esoteric lyrics i think they want that i think they want that they probably do but i feel like in this competition or at least in this particular song we didn't need that um i don't know i i usually attribute uh, esoteric songs to like I don't know those like early 2000s pop punk bands anyway I'm getting off track um, I think the overall in this whole song there's the the second verse I think is one of the is the better parts of the song the first verse is okay uh, the the vocal line is a little wavery which I understand you're singing a lot of high notes at a quiet volume like I can't do it either I also like waver um so I don't know if that just needed like another take, or we should just like pump the volume up a little bit more, or pump the brakes, uh, pump or the pump takes, the brakes. <laughs> pump the takes, yeah, yeah. 
And then uh, I guess my my last real note on this is that there's a a guitar uh, in the third verse in the outro is just a bit too loud. I love that you're swinging for the fences at the end there, but that was too much fence. Too much fe- the guitar at the end. Yeah, I mean, I, it gets like too loud for me. I don't I don't know what happened. It's like trying to it's just like exactly matching the the vocal line. And I did yeah. not appreciate that. Okay. Uh, yeah, the mixing I think overall was just kind of off. Uh, a lot of the same things we note every time with regards to the guitars being really low in the mix. Um, clearly they didn't, you know, put uh, their all into this one like they did last round. So, uh, you know, I can respect that. Everybody needs a break. I'm going to get my break this round and I'll probably get cut. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, the like Ben said, the vocal, a lot of the sustains are just a little, I mean, a lot of people might not notice. I'm in detail mode because I've been picking the shit out of my song. So, I notice. I notice. And, uh, you know, I don't think you need to sustain those notes unless you really want the opera feel. And do you about this song? I'm once again confused whether these lyrics are something you want to make an opera about. I think that's just the general sound silence of mandibles. That's just what we get. That's them. So we take it for them. Uh, I don't. I think the sustain notes were generally good overall, except that first verse. I feel like we were just trying to be a little too quiet. It sort of detracts from the vocal quality because you're trying to sing that quiet, which is just hard. Uh, so don't do that, maybe? Maybe just sing them at full volume and then turn the volume down in mixing. I think would have done it just fine. Yeah. I, I like some of the lyrics a lot. Uh, like that 54... I would have preferred that this, if this song were just solely about road rage, cut half the lyrics and just make it really angry at parts. Just like speed it up for a little bit, slow it down for a little bit, and oh yeah, pump, because she's saying pump the brakes sarcastically. Sarcastically, right? I think so. Yeah, so yeah, I wasn't sure on all the messaging. It was very strange. But I think you're right, if it had just been a road rage song. Especially, even if you want to go esoteric and do Road Rage in New York, I think I, I totally would have related and would have, I would have gotten on the Run Song Fight boards and been like, this song is the truth. It is all truth. It is the only truth that matters. This is the winner. Contest over. Winner. Done. Yeah. I, I mean, we nitpick a lot, but I think it was one of the more coherent compositions. And I like the story, even if I don't understand what it's about and it's a little awkward. At least I, I can tell it's a story, and I can tell it's a good story. Which is really weird of me. Like, you probably think that's disingenuous, but I'm being completely genuine here. And, uh, and you know, you had your really, really well-performed parts, and then your kind of not really well-performed parts going together through the door. Okay, so let's move on then. Next up, let's do Merson. That was Marison. I love that song. <laughs> Next. 
Okay, I guess you have some things to say about your patriarchy, Ben. I have lots of... Okay, calm down. So again, diss track, I have no idea. The image in my head is this is a... A diss track from the perspective of Daenerys from Game of Thrones against all the other characters in Game of Thrones? Um, no, she's or dissing the patriarchy. Or it's about that, yeah. My last guess was the patriarchy in general. I thought that too. Um, so I guess, really, I'm not I'm not necessarily wrong, but not too particular. It's just the image that was in my head. Um, I don't actually love this song, and I think actually of all of Marison's catalog, this might be my least favorite of all of them we're getting a divorce so i think my big problem with this song is it doesn't feel like it has the same energy as every other composition it kind of feels like y'all weren't feeling it this week you had a bit of a hard time getting it all together and it, it came out that way which i and the reason i say that is so this this song has pretty much the same style throughout it's just you know starts out really low starts out kind of not minimalist but you know with only a few elements to it we build up and we build up and build up and i think the end build up payoff is great but i don't know if the journey was worth that payoff. it was worth it, it. Feels, I, I don't know the song is not um, that long it's under it's th- not that it's long. under three minutes first of all second of all it doesn't have to always be an a side it could be a strong b side it could be a b plus i would put it i, I would put it around I, you know b plus a minus for marison what is that a b b minus plus i think so what i like i like all the delivery of the lyrics a lot actually i mean the the lyrical stuff is a little weird (laughs) but uh and i really feel bad for sam getting like the brunt of being the patriarchy come on but uh (laughs) i think um I think you know they're they're a little tongue in cheek and you're kind of delivering them like that and I can tell and I the last couple songs you've tried to be angry and that's not really working out. I feel like this suits your style a lot better uh whether whether we like that or not. You know, Ben's making a weird face here, but I you know, it's uh it's definitely a comfortable place to fall back to when you just don't feel like having emotions about something. And I think your emotion here is more like your sarcasm, your irony is coming through uh, a little better than your anger does. And maybe that's just because I know uh, what what Erin possibly, what, what face she's making when she's singing this. I don't know. But it, it seems more natural. And I really love that three-part harmony. Oh, my gosh, when you do those high notes. It's amazing. The su- and, and the instrumentations, like, it's just right. It's subtle. It's not in your face. It's not punching me. And yet, it's captivating overall. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I do want to say on the nice comment string, uh, in the second verse, there, there's a, a bit where they sing the word up and the harmony sound... That whole sound on that whole word is just glorious, uh, which feels weird to pick out a particular like note or two. Yeah, that, but I love it. First high note you're talking about. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the high note. Oh. It just ah, it's it, so it's good. It's just like the perfect subtle little icing on the cake, like adding little breaths to your chorus. <laughs> All right, stop trying to sell yourself. We 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 move past you. We're done. I know. Get out of here. That's the joke. So. All right, we got Nick Soma up next. Mm-hmm. 
All right, that was Nick Soma. That song has a really catchy start. It really grabs me and pulls me in. I like all the percussion and instrumentation going there, and then there's key change somewhere in there. It's just really cool. Yeah, actually, I think uh, I have written down here the ending bit of it reminds me a lot of American All American Rejects from the early 2000s. That's the kind of sound that this sort of has. Not the first half necessarily, but that last bit after the key change. It's just what I think of. Sounds just like him. I like uh, I like the break at around I think it's three minutes and uh, the vibra slap there. I think I would have liked an- another or and or a longer break. It was a very short break. The one of the one of the issues um, I have with this one is it just kind of has sort of the same energy through the whole three and a half minutes, which a lot of the songs did this week. And uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just being overly critical of that this week, so take that with a grain of salt. I do like the high guitar part when you change it up to the chorus. The part that really takes this down a notch um, is just the vocal delivery. Man, it's not... uh, It's it's off-beat at parts. It's pretty off-key at parts. And... um, you know, one, I'll let Ben do some notes here, but I'd like to talk a little bit about vocal deliveries. That's my first note, actually. Um, so I think really the the thing I hold in on, on the vocal delivery for Nick here is it sounds like you are swallowing all of your words when you're saying them. It sounds like you're trying to sing and keep everything in like the back of your throat. Uh, so everything comes out a little muted sounding, um, a little muffled, and I think it, it's really detracting you need to push your words forward push them out uh put them in your mouth and get them out into the world uh particularly because i think the guitar the guitars that mike likes i actually don't like because i think it sort of clashes with your vocal delivery it sort of masks the words you're singing it makes the lyrics a little bit harder to understand the two styles don't go together uh very well and then also at the end uh the very end you have two vocal lines going uh, one with the melody, one with like a, another bit underneath it, and it is really hard to understand what you're singing on that uh, second bit because again, it sounds like you're swallowing all your words. You need to put them out there, put them up front. But, uh, I think it'll make everything a lot better. Mhm, 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 mhm. One more note before I get to my whole thing I've written about vocals. Um, I think. You know, I'm, I'm trying to sort of come back to patterns that I see in people's songs this round because it's the round where I'm like, okay, we've, we've said some things. Let's maybe point them out a little bit more in detail. Or, you know, you've gotten a lot of feedback from a lot of people. Let's, let's see what we can, you know, emphasize here. The, your mixes and your mastering always come out very uh, wet and dull in that... It's missing a lot of the brightness in the the mids and the uh, the highs. Um, you know, probably starting around 3K ish. I'm particularly sensitive to 3K frequency. That's super nerdy to say, but I'm always like, I like that, and it's 3K frequency. So that's really weird. I know that's really weird. We can talk about my psychological state at some other point in the future. 
Um, so I think that's something to work on. Maybe don't drown everything so much in reverb. Put try try putting a little more subtle reverb on things, uh, and or delay. You know, not everything really needs to be that soaked. I mean, because wet is the opposite of dry, and dry means that you don't have effects at all. Anyway. Um, so I have been analyzing singing a lot this week because I've been very introspective. It took me like 20 years to figure out how to sing E correctly, <laughs> the vowel E. So I've been thinking about this a lot. And I think Ben's absolutely correct in that you're singing from the back of your throat. It's like you're closing up your nasal passage when you sing. And sometimes I do this too because I get criticized a lot for singing nasally. But the way to solve this is not to hold it in. Uh, not to hold your nose. Because it, it, it does have sort of a holding your nose sort of feel. Like, what did I sing, Ben? Give me a line. Oh, uh, hit me, baby, one more, more time. Like, uh, hit me, baby, one more time. That's overemphasizing. But that was kind of like... Hit me, baby, one more time. Like, out, that's... I'm closing up my nasal passage. I'm singing from... I'm still projecting a bit of air, but it's, it's not quite right. And it's also harder to stay on key. Yeah, I think... Oh, I was going to say, just to go with that, because I don't, I don't disagree with your points, I, it could potentially be the wrong case in this specific instance, because to me, Nick sounds more like he's trying to get lower and a deeper sound so i and i do this all i can do this all the time i try not to do it and or every time i do it i try and do it intentionally uh when i want to sound a bit deeper what i'll often do is sort of have my tongue block the sound that's coming out of my mouth and it makes it a little rounder so hit me baby one more time which was oh. way overemphasized and sounds terrible um but for me it's not necessarily about uh my nose it's just about my like tongue placement and the shape of my mouth and where I'm keeping the sound. So it could also yeah. be that instead. And it, it, it's nothing wrong with you. A lot of us just, uh, for whatever reason, I could not say the vowel E. I couldn't. Whenever I'd sing it, I'd be like, hey. And I'm like, what's wrong, guys? Why do I sound nasally? Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> Which is, like I said, kind of the opposite problem that you've got, Nick. So, yeah, I, I think... You know, maybe, maybe just like try to analyze that, try to check that out a little bit, watch some videos online, see see what see what happens. Just play around. That's all. But overall, I mean, I really like the instrumentation of this one. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So, all right, let's move on since we're way in and still got somebody to go. Rachel Lane. That was Rachel Lane. Rachel. That's a really cool intro riff. Yeah, so two notes. Uh, of course, the diss here. Oh, I forgot. I forgot the diss about Nick. I think Nick was dissing rich, pompous, self-important people. 
but there's also a ray gun reference there, Star Trek. I don't know. Anyway, You're gonna totally to didn't get it, missed later. it. Here, I'm like 90% sure it's the current president of the United States, Donald Trump. That, that's what I think that that is. Um, my very first like note here, which makes no sense, uh, is that this is not at all what I expected, but I also love it. So just the thought I have every time I hear this song, it's like, I totally don't expect this, and but still love it. That's just the thing. I think uh, I think uh, Glenn's doing the music for her. I think, or Maybe. at least partially. Um, I don't know. Mm. I don't know shit, guys. Uh, um, I, I will say one of the things that that really stands out to me is the choice to do a harmony on the last word of every verse. So the verses here just have the single vocal line the whole way through, except for the last word, and then we put some harmony on it. And I I don't really. Agree agree with that choice i think we would have been better served by having more harmony in the second verse and no harmony in the first verse like it's a different choice and it is a choice but i'm not i, I feel like it just doesn't add as much to the song as we could have done with a bit more traditional uh more harmony in the second verse for it to go i don't i don't think i agree with that at all i didn't have any problem oh. with that i thought the the entire song was very very solid rock and everything I'm going to say is nitpicky, because I love the singing. I think she has a beautiful voice. Now, <laughs> for me to be a, a little bit of a jerk, the very first verse sounds very robotic, like you're reading off a teleprompter. And I made this comment to a few other people earlier. You either need to, I mean, maybe you want that sound. Again, I don't know. But maybe you want to maybe lay it back a little bit be cognizant of that try to try to deliver um, them a little more laid back or try to do some more sustains instead of trying to put a syllable to every note so that that it wasn't really a problem in the chorus but it was something I really noticed in the verse I did notice that the chorus and melody there sounds a lot like another pop song but I can't put my finger on it and uh, you know that happens I don't care but it happens it just sounds remarkably similar it's just the 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 lyrics here are just not they're a little clunky idiot and loser they're delivered in a very nice way and I don't, I don't know I think the best thing that can kind of explain what the lyrical content of this song is kind of encompasses is that I I told my mom I was going to make a diss track this week and she said oh are you going to make it about Donald Trump and when baby boomers are like immediately thinking of this idea I think you're like I don't know maybe I don't know I'll just leave it there I'll leave it there but Overall, I like the composition. It's a great performance, you know, great guitar parts. The lyrics, again, not a fan. Not a huge fan of those. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily agree 100% with the lyric choice, but I, in particular, will agree. I think the, the choice, pump the brakes, was used in the refrain over and over again, and I feel like it was awkwardly positioned and awkwardly phrased with the rest of the words. I, I feel like that's mainly just an unfortunate choice that, that that's the title this week. But I also feel like people don't have to put the title in their songs. Like they don't have to actually use those oh, words. Oh, you didn't. You missed. So, you missed the judges when they were. Is that like, a thing nah, you have blah, to blah, do? Blah, blah. No, it's just uh. some of them believe that's a thing. 
Oh, well, I think we could have put this one in the verses and not in the chorus. Because it just, I don't think it, 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 it it's just awkward. It just feels a little awkward in this, in this chorus. And I think we could have put it elsewhere and been fine. All right, moving on then. Rain Watt. That was Rain Watt. I had, Holy shit. Uh, so first of all, before we get into this, I have to apologize for last week. We had a little uh, editing issue. There was a, a pronoun mishap that we were intending to, to solve and we didn't. Um, so we apologize if you got the earlier version of the podcast that got that. Um, Rain Watt is a she and that is the preferred pronoun there. My bad. Anyway, uh, this song is a lot like the last song. It's a little less catchy than the last song, but I really like that intro where it's uh, like tuning a radio and it's static. That's a really neat effect. Oh, I think that I totally think that Rain Watt's picking up my someone should make an album out of Narine feel, and that's what's happening because that was just the outro of last week's song, just a little distorted. Really? So I, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because I, 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 it sounded so familiar, I had to go back and like, it's, 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 I don't know if it's exactly the outro, but it is that, it is last week's song. Uh, so they, she took that and just started a little bit, and I'm, I'm really like crossing my fingers that's exactly what's going to happen. We're going to get an album with all those cool, sweet, all the tracks seamlessly go together, no stops. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed on that. Super excited about that. Yeah. I think also, this, so this song is like super personal and emotional and like totally a million percent delivers on all the things uh so the diss track is against pretty much anyone who's transphobic in any way in regard uh there are just a lot of like personal touches and anecdotes and stories and just so much emotion like oozes emotion um i think we often say for that new ugly we want songs that have like more more emotional bits and i think this like just knocked it out of the flipping park into the next like zip code for three crushed it yeah uh on the emotion very much so very great emotional delivery um got a little got a little edgy at the end just gonna float that one i think it was very intentional and i think without that we lose i think we lose a lot more out of the feel without that bit of edginess because I heard it too you know that that's true I think art should sometimes shock you sometimes that's the only way to get through to you so that's a very good point Ben because there are definitely parts where it sounds like she's uh, like breaking a little bit having a little hard time but I think it's not necessarily very intentional but I think it's very intentional to leave that in there and it adds so much more to the song than cleaning up what I do like it when uh, her voice kind of, kind of quivers like that. That's a good touch. It adds a lot. It adds a whole dimension there. Yeah, I think that mostly happens in the bridge too, which I have a note because the bridge sort of like cuts everything out and starts out with a minimal with minimal elements and then builds the whole way through. And I absolutely love it. It totally works. Yeah, I think the the only negative thing I have to say about this song, uh, and it's super tiny is that the the bass is just like the tiniest bit too heavy so it distorts the sound just a little bit too much for me and i feel like if we could just turn it back just a, just a tiny bit i'd be super happy 
and that's like the only bad thing I can say about the song. You could be right about that. I didn't even notice because Rain, at this point, Rain has established a distinctive sound for herself that I don't know. I, I'm just comfortable with all the levels and the sort of lo-fi indie feel of it. Uh, I, I do have to say, you know, it does feel a little repeatish of last week, just with more intensity and less or fewer catchy hooks. You keep saying that, and I don't, I don't hear it. Like I do not hear the similarity sounds between last week. And oh, I don't, I don't mean the sounds are similar. I mean like the lyrical concept is very similar. I'd have to go listen more, but I don't. It doesn't like jump out at me. Okay, that, that that's good then. Nice work. Yeah, great song. All right, Sunday Colors. I drove to south to Fort Lauderdale on a weekend morning. You'd fallen and broken your ribs and were in the hospital. I'd come to feed your cat and make sure you were all right. That was the Sunday Colors. I really like that Monday yawn or uh, sigh at the end. I screwed up that joke. uh, There was no joke there. But the the sigh at the end, I actually... Some people might say that's really annoying to leave in a live take, but it kind of carried the emotion with it. it. I mean, it was totally intentional because there's a lyric near the end where... uh, So in the... I think it's in the refrain... Uh, he keeps singing, you deserve to die alone, because he's, the diss track, I believe, is about, like, an abusive or uh, drug-addicted parent or something like that. That's, like, the, the message I kind of got out of here. Definitely somebody who needs help, but is also, like, a terrible person and won't get help. Uh, and so most of the refrains say, you deserve to die alone. But then we flip it at the end, and the last refrain says, I deserve to die alone. So that sigh, I think it's a very intentional choice to oh, leave in, because sad. it wraps up with the whole, Don't do like, that. like, most of the song is you're a terrible person and the last bit of the song is look how much you messed me up like I know I messed up like I have a lot of damage and this is now how I feel sigh sad cut it out very intentional well I feel the Sunday Colors is competing with Rain in the emotion category yeah yeah um I did not expect that I will be surprised I feel like most of this song is sad but I didn't really get the emotional oomph of it until that last ver- or last refrain that's what I like. Oh, I think I think the Sunday colors always brings. Uh, no, <laughs> always brings emotion, and I appreciate that. And uh, last week I asked, I, I said something like, "Well, let's let's try to change things up a little bit," and you did, you did, and I appreciate that. So that's nice. Uh, the vocals are very clean and on key, and um, you know, no complaints about the performance really. There, there are still like some samey things from the last two weeks, but I can tell you're stretching, like, or at least not all doing, not not following the same template. Um, so that's good, especially for this competition. Uh, still, still good lyrics this w- week. Uh, still a couple awkward lyrics. I wasn't a huge fan of how. Either they fit in or how they were delivered, uh, the words porn and die alone. Now, maybe you need to sing the word porn and maybe there's no good way to deliver it. You can't deliver porn unless it's through video. Only to deliver porn. 
It is a weird sound. That 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 is a weird vowel and consonants too. I do agree. I do like how uh, Sunday Colors always brings a unique uh, story every week. I feel like I'm getting a whole different story that's emotional every week, and I really like that. That's, I don't know. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice to have somebody who's who's telling a story that's, that's like, that emotional. Anyway, um, the verse melody could be a little more interesting. Maybe go for some more sustains in your delivers. Maybe more syncopation in your delivers. I like the chorus. Um, I think my biggest problem is just the the consistent strumming through the whole thing. I would have liked, uh, you know, some change-ups. You know, maybe get a little quieter. Maybe get a lo- little louder. Do some more sustains. It's all it's all the same same strumming. Yep, a thousand percent agree. That's one of my big notes here. I feel like our, the strumming sort of like covers up and masks the emotion of the story for me a little bit. Like we could have, we could have, we should have gotten rid of it when we got more emotional in our lyrics. And I feel like that was a, a big disservice to the, the material. That we just be constantly strumming. Yeah. Yep. So I, I'm glad to see um, an evolution there. So keep doing that. Keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, you know, keep experimenting. Find your voice, find your recording skills, etc. Go for the gold. Third cat. Billy, you bore me with your tired stories. I've heard it all before. You know I don't care about that stupid game. Can't take it anymore. You tell me just the same. If you're thinking of coming, I am so conflicted by this one in a lot of ways. The the intro instrumentation Third Cat put here. I'm just like what are you what are you doing? What are you going for? I don't I'm so confused right off the bat. And uh, the first line was kind of delivered a little clunky, I feel, but I started having this stuck in my head. I'm like, what the, what is going on here? So, um, I've been completely confused. Um, that's probably a good thing and a bad thing. But I do like the the fact that you're the only one who delivered the line, pump the brakes, in a good way. <laughs> I, ju- I just, I really love how you deliver, for fuck's sake, pump the brakes. It's it's not contrived like how some of the other pump that breaks are. And it's just, I don't know. It just works for me. Presses the button. But um, the the song structure to me still seems like you're kind of meandering around and, the, and you're not really focused on a particular hook here or there. And maybe that's your song style preference. The instrumentation is probably the thing that just throws me off the most with this song. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I I generally agree, I think. Um, for me, I think this song has a bit of a rocky start and a bit of a rocky end, and everything in the middle is much better. Uh, so we got to work on those bookends. 
the oh this track so i believe this is an old friend or sibling or somebody who goes like super white supremacist slash racist and becomes terrible and so go away that is really weird i mean the the music and the the feel of the music is really weird for that right uh yeah kind of but at the same time i like i I don't i definitely don't hate it no Um, i'm not saying i hate it i'm just like wow and it's if we got really really meta if, if it's really somebody who it's trying to distance ourselves from somebody who's white supremacist, like that's a, we could talk about the, if we were doing a regular show, this would be a whole topic. Um, but I think the short version is if we really wanted to make it be a commentary about how people feel about people who go, who become white supremacist or whatever, and their relationships to them, then I think the song choices actually do a lot of compliment, complimenting of that feeling. Yeah. Um, I think, there, I think we could unpack this a bit uh, if we really had the time to do so. Uh, so I don't... It, it is weird up front, but I think it works. Um, I forgot what else I was going to say. Shoot. Yeah. Oh, um, so bookmarks... Right, there's a bit uh, to be picky. Uh, in the... I think it's the end of the first verse. There's a part where the vocals start to fade out uh, on an echo. And then there's a synth tone that sort of picks up from there. And the synth tone is just, like, too loud. <laughs> They're just... I. D- how can you pick that one thing out? There are just so many like little weird things. It's just it just over it shorts out my brain. It sh- it shorts out my brain. I don't know what. And it's thing. a volume thing. It was definitely a volume thing. Uh, it just kind of was too loud. Tune that back a little bit. Um, I think the ends of the verses are actually really interesting and pretty creative. I I love the end of the second verse. I think it's wonderful. That first one though, I feel like it's just a little yeah, could be a little better. Maybe again, because that that tone volume kind of yeah, threw me. Um, yeah, I. It's more co- coherent than last week. It's, it's catchy. It's got a hook. Uh, I wish that he would unleash his vocals a little bit more. This song is very laid back, and I, I don't know how you deliver that chorus line convincingly, but you do in that laid back way. It's just, it's so infuriating <laughs> infuriating because i can't do that um do you do you agree with that ben like oh yeah just like how convincing that is delivered yeah like i said i think i think the style of the song is another layer of commentary on the subject matter of the lyrics i really think we could unpack it uh maybe i'm just totally like reading into it i just want him to do like full-on like pop rock i mean yeah that'd be generic no? but I want to hear that those vocals fly, but I'm not a judge, so it doesn't matter. I do, I do agree with you. I I would love to hear some more. I'm gonna call them brave vocal stylings. I don't know if that's actually the right word, but let them fly. I would love to hear a song. Uh, but this was delivered so well that I'm not like you should have changed this song. I just want to hear it at some point. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Nice work, third cat. Fusion Hunter. got time to run around you think you got time to run your mouth well i think your time is running out all right that was yushin hunter that that nasal bruh that nasal um it 
Uh, it just I, I think it's too much, man. I think you went you you took you picked a style for the vocals, and you went for it, and yeah, knocked it out of the park on the style choice. But I think overall it ends up being a, a dud. I think mm-hmm. you went you went way too far on the the nasally sounds, especially that second verse. I think it it just kind of. I didn't kinda, even notice, probably because that's what I sound like. I know, no, <laughs> this. It's just. A, I. I think it's an intentional choice. I don't remember having this. This thought before on Ujin and friends here. He. He. Uh, uh, he seems to have a very wide. Uh, what's the word? Spectrum of sounds he can make. There you go. Um, but yeah, I think. I think the nasal. Nasal is not the the sound. That this song should have gotten, and I think just in general, you don't need to go that far. Could I tune that back? Yeah, maybe it's the genre he's going for. Maybe it's just the. I don't know. It's it, the 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 song is just for me. The song is just a little too simple. The pump, the breaks, chorus is just a little too boring. I mean, the the verse is more interesting than the chorus, which is not something that makes me happy when I listen to a song. I mean, it's all done very well. It's just not like captivating to hear baby pump breaks four times in a row yeah um that's a good point and i don't i don't i don't disagree that it's it's bad that the verses are more interesting than the chorus that was a choice i think it works out fine because again it's telling a story i will say that i don't know what the story is though i think the diss track is about either like an old flame or maybe an old friend or maybe like an old sibling uh, an actual sibling or something like I, I feel like you parted ways with somebody at some point some and that's dog, what the song's about a guy you saw on the street someone handing out flyers yeah yeah just, just keep I, naming I names sure. ben i know right um but yeah that's kind of how i feel i i wasn't sure what the subject of the song was uh yeah so anyway um and i think the the last like major note i have is i feel like there's a lot of tempo problems with this song and not that it, it sounds like, A, you're not keeping the consistent tempo throughout, which normally isn't a big deal and no one really cares. But B, it kind of sounds like uh, you did a bunch of takes of this song and then picked out the best parts and put them together. And mm. some of those cuts are missing like half a beat or something. I, it, there's just a little bit of like like jerkiness in some of the cuts. Hmm. Uh, so I think a little polish on that mastering would have gone a long way here. I um, didn't like how the part before the chorus cut out instrumentation it went to just guitars which could work but my note here is that maybe sustains on the guitars would have worked better they just kind of kept up the same type of strumming this is you know some some of the things we've seen in a lot of the songs are people people uh delivering lines on syllables and 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 also um strumming the same and i think overall maybe maybe everybody in narayan should just get some syncopation get some sustain on some of those notes both in the instrumentation and vocals but that's also a stylistic choice so i can't say this is the way you should do it because it's just something people prefer yeah. yeah, now that you said it like five times this round, I, it's starting to click for me. I don't disagree. Um, and I had another note about this song in particular that I... Oh, the guitar part. I actually don't mind at all that the drums drop out at the end of that first verse. Uh, I think it's fine. I think the style works. I, I, th- I just think like changing up the guitar strumming would have 
added that, so much that I agree to with. it. I think that especially is, that, I agree with. that part. If you're gonna drop all the other instrumentations, you got to change up the guitar. Yeah, yeah, that's totally fair. But the drums dropping out themselves, I think that I'm fine with. That was okay. In general, I'm okay with that concept. Correct. But I'm glad to see that Eugene Hunter entered another round. All right, moving on then. Our final uh, contestant who can win is Foul Sounds. And by win, I mean the round, not overall. All right, that was vowel sounds. Love those vocals. Love the delivery. A couple sour notes here and there, but you've got a very nice style to your delivery. Yes, all, all my notes are on Al, who is the vocalist, right? Got that right? Yeah. Well, all of mine are not, so I'll let you go first, I guess? Yeah, I'm going to go first. Sure, I'm going to take it first anyway. Uh, so first thing is... The first bit of vocals sound like you're Irish. I have no idea if you are or not. It's just a thing I noticed. The rest of the song doesn't necessarily sound that way. It just Sometimes you pick up a random thing out of a song, and you're like, man, that sticks with me. That's one of the things that just kind of stuck with me. I was like, that sounds really Irish accent-y. Eh, whatever. Um, just a note. I don't. It doesn't mean anything. It just is. Um, there is the... So there's a vocal line in the refrain that delivers the... Oh, so I think the first two lines in the refrain uh, could use some enunciation or some cleaning up. I think there's a there's like a double. The vocals are like doubled there, um, but with everything that's happening around it, something makes it hard to understand. I, I don't know what you're saying in there. Um, on that note, also the, the diss track. I believe the diss track is essentially um, someone is complaining to another person. It's a love triangle, essentially, is what it sounds like. So the singer is complaining to the person they want to be with about the person that that person is with. Uh, kind of like is it My Best Friend's Wedding. I think it has that sort of set up, too. Um, so I, anyway, this track. Uh, there is also, in the second verse, there is a, a yeah that is delivered very flatly that I both love and hate because I think it's a great touch. But also, like, I just, it's like, I totally hate it, which might be the exact thing you're going for, so you nailed it. I, I still don't know how to feel about it. I just don't. Um, the, and, uh, okay, so the second verse also has uh, a chord build, so, like, you just layer on chords. And I love it, but I really think you needed to do just one more. Like, one more high note, one more build would have nailed it. Been great. Uh, it cut that too early. Add that. And then finally, it kind of feels like the ending. You're not sure what you're doing. Uh, I have like my notes here <laughs> say you have like you have like three different effects, and you just weren't sure which one to go with, so you went with all of them, and that's a choice. Um, but that's that's my wow. My, okay. That's, I, that's new. Anyway, that's me though. How about you, Mike? What do you got? <laughs> I did not make the same note about the ending. Um, well, I think 
I, I, okay, first of all, I like all the tones and the touches on everything, as always. I think, I think Vom's the productive lead on this one, right? I have no idea. If he's not, uh, if I'll, you're also doing that bit, please forgive me. But I think those are great. Um, you know, Vom definitely showed us, what was it, last year? Was it last year? Yep, last year. Gosh, only a year ago. Uh, that he's amazing at that. So, you know, all the little the little bits, amazing production. Here's my best. Uh, well, okay. I also like the lead guitar part, too. I have that noted. I like the doodly lines on it. Some people don't like doodly lines. I love doodly lines. I love those doodly lines, especially when they're coupled with that, that, that British pop sensibility. Maybe you have a British accent and you're not from Britain. I don't care. Same thing. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's inappropriate, isn't it? Uh, only because I said Irish and you made Britain. Yeah, that's a little bit, but I think it'll be fine. Uh, Owls from Madison. Anyway, my biggest critique of this song is a uh, an overall uh, structuring of it. Because it's all very fast and samesy. And uh, a lot of the songs did this this week. Maybe I happen to be listening for this this week. So what I think what I think you should have done is maybe taken the chorus uh, halftime or given the vocal delivery at the chorus a little more sustains uh, instead of delivering your lines so fast because the lines were rapid, rapidly fired like the verse. So there wasn't much difference between the two except for all the heaps of production and layers put on. And uh, I think, let me just play the line so I can sing what I'm saying. I can't believe you're still seeing here instead of I can't believe you're still seeing her. You know, that was a long walk for a short drink, wasn't it? It was, yes. Sorry, I forgot your point as you were listening. <laughs> My point is that I think, uh, like, uh, differentiating the chorus in a. Oh, right. Yes, that was your point. Mm-hmm. Uh, same teeth. Yes. Uh, don't don't disagree. Don't disagree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Okay. Anything that's, else? About that, that's all I had. I mean, it sounds great. You guys did a good job. All right, and that closes out all 17 of the contestants that can win the round. Uh, we had two forfeits this week. Mike Lamb and Paco Del Stinko both did not submit a song in time. Uh, and again, Max Bombast is immune this round, so he can't win this round because he's immune. Uh, so that's the end of those. That That's it. Uh, next up, you want to do you want to just do the next three and then do ranking notes? Or do you want to do ranking notes for these um, three and more ranking notes? Because we are at now hour 45. Well, okay. Let's let's rank these guys. Who are your top three? All right. So top three for me, um, I feel like no surprise, Rain Watt uh, takes it uh, for top spot for sure. Uh, I'm going to put Lucky Spoon number two. I just love it. It was uh, a lot of great fun. Uh, I'm also going to put Faster Jackalope at number three. I just like, I, I don't know what it is, but something about that song just really like clicks with me, stays with me. Um, I think honorable mentions for the top three would be uh, you, I think, should be in the top, like, five. Uh, I think Sunday Colors deserves a good spot there, again, for the emotional bits. 
Um, but I think that's that's like top three, top five for me. Um, how about you? Top three? Um, I think I'd put Lucky Spoon, Abominominus, and Agony Sauce. All right, very different sets. So again, like all neuron judging, it's all subjective. So who knows? Yeah, we should keep track of who's closest to the judges, and then, and then at the end at the end of the contest, we execute the person who picked more like the judges. Uh, you know, I was just gonna <laughs> suggest we start doing like a March Madness style bracket for Narine, but that was a bit too extreme for me, man. <laughs> too much, man. Too much. So we are cutting four this round is the set total we already got two out so i only need a bottom two uh and for me i think actually and i think you're gonna hate me uh very much so and first off i should say that it's pretty much all a crapshoot mm-hmm. i think we're, we're already at the point in the contest where every cut is a disservice and not fair and we're only in round two so everything's gonna be terrible for me though i would put ocean hunter and buffalo yuck dudes at the bottom actually that is my two, with Berkeley being a good contender to round out the bottom three. I, Bafo, like I said, the your mama jokes. They, I am not a fan of that material because I think you could have done something a lot more original. So that's a big negative to me. Um, Berkeley, we talked about earlier because I'm going through notes now, and Berkeley's the first one there. Um, well, second with Bafo. Uh, Berkeley, I again feel like your vocal lines could be a lot better. The sound just didn't really click for me. And Ocean Hunter. That nasal sound is just, like, killing me. And then all those uh, temple problems we, we talked about, too. I think those are that's also kind of putting you down there. So that's my bottom three. But I would probably cut I – would, I would cut Bafo, and then I would either cut um, Berkeley or Ujin. I could flip a coin, probably. So, okay, that's the official end of the peoples, I guess. But bonus stuff, let's do our two for honors first with veggies and lichen throw, and then we'll cover max. Round those out, maybe do another revised top three, bottom three, and then we'll round up the show. So up next, inflatable veggies. She's the Motor City winter, stolen Nike spotted white with salt. Ragged mittens clutch the steering wheel, did Froster set to stun? She's a Motor City winter, rusted Chevy swerving through the gray. All right, that was inflatable vegetables, our beloved inflatable vegetables. Yeah. That was a catchy freaking chorus. I feel like he's at home with this this style. Yeah, I think this is very much a, a veggie song for sure with that style i think there's a lot of interesting imagery uh, a lot of the words have very interesting bits to tell us but i also don't see the cohesive whole like i for, so it's a diss track i i think it's supposed to be like a a drunk driver in winter like you got a ride home from somebody who is drunk and you're dissing them like i could not follow the story but i did like a lot of the, like the Maybe bits individually i really do love i am definitely not uh, otherwise, I would say everyone wins, for sure. No, I mean because the song's about being... Oh, maybe. Oh, it could be about himself. I it was a stupid joke. Anyway, yeah, I, th- I thought it was really catchy. He sounds very at home with this style. Um, you know, nice layering. I like the guitar. I love the chorus. Just love the chorus. Very catchy. Nice work, dude. 
Yeah, yeah, I think the the second one is actually better than the first one. Like the woes, like when you got the woes down, you got it. Um, I also love all the high notes. There's a bunch of high notes that throughout the song. I think maybe throughout, maybe it was land. But either way, I do love them. Um, the the bone I do have to pick though is I feel like so veggies has we all know veggies has a style, but I feel like I want veggies vocal lines to be hotter. I want them to be a they feel a little too modulated for me. I want it to be a little more raw, a little more not to say live feeling, but just like a just a bit hotter. Like I just want that. I feel like we're I feel like you're, you're being too conservative, veggies, with your vocal lines. You don't need to be, I think. I think it's the last choruses where he has the the alternating woes, uh, or the alternate woes. Yeah, uh, maybe a harmony on that would have been really nice. Maybe a three-part harmony. Just, just, just dig that or a that power pop harmony. hole. No, that's not his style. I know, it's no one's style. No one does ten parts. But that, um, it's a nice song, veggies. Good work, man. All right, next up then is Lycanthrope. So that is Lycanthrope, um, who I believe is doing a diss track about either an inattentive mother, um, Marie Antoinette, or some rich, spoiled white girl who does Twitter activism only. One of the three. That's the message I They're got all the that. same thing. They kind of are, which is why I got uh, multiple images. This is peak Lycanthrope. Peak. Yeah, but I love it. Um, no, no. I'm, I feel like I'm it's, saying it's different it's from peak. the last week. It's the oh, peak. Okay. It's the peak. Okay. This is this is lichen throat fully fully uh I don't know. What's the Pokemon word? Uh evolved? Yeah, that. Yeah. Um I I I love the harpsichord. I think it's a really nice touch. Uh I love that we, we switched up the bass lines a little bit, so I'm I'm happy with the direction we're going. Lichen, um I don't it's hard to understand what you're saying a lot of time, though. I, I need some more enunciation on your lyrics and your vocal delivery. Uh, similar to whoever we were talking about earlier, who like swal- Nick Soma. We're talking about Nick, who sounds like he's swallowing all of his words to get some of that lower sound. At least that's my opinion of what he's doing. I think you're kind of doing the same thing. You don't need to swallow all your words. You don't need to sing in the back of your throat. Sing forward. Put your words in your mouth. Put them like at the front of your teeth if you have to. Uh, and, and really like enunciate. Make sure they're clear. I think you also, and maybe this is just me projecting, but it sounds kind of like you do like two, you double your vocal lines and they're individual takes, yeah. and they, but they're not like synced up perfectly, and so the words just get kind of muddied along. So that's my that's my big complaint. I just want cleaner, clearer words. I think if you were trying to tell Lycan Throat to make a pop rock song, those are good tips. If you are trying to make a lichen throat genre song, I think the lyric, I, th- I think the vocals are nailed. I think it just just depends like whether you want to differentiate yourself that much and that much with your vocal delivery, because I mean we're not we're not here to to, to 
lie all the time. They they are there's basically spoken word to an extent. Uh, you know, they they aren't delivered tonally. And so I don't take them tonally, so I don't doesn't bug me if they don't completely sync up with each oh, other. Well, I agree with you about the tonal note, but I totally disagree with the uh, enunciation of them, the words. So I agree, this is very, this is very like and throat style genre. But I, and, and at least on these rounds where we're telling stories, you need really clear words. And this is a problem I, I've said it for a couple of people too. You need really clear words. They gotta be. I gotta understand them all. So I just, I don't necessarily want you. You to didn't make have a problem with barrel different. earlier. Who? The lyric barrel. Because I understood the word barrel. Barrel merrily. Yeah, I got that. Okay. That was clear enough for me. All right. Uh, um, these sometimes in some places just aren't. It's just hard for me to understand some of the words. And you know what? That happens. I mean, every song has that problem at points. That's just the way songs are. And I don't. I'm not saying change your style. You know that that. I'm only, whoa, I'm only saying. Actually, speak that's clear. a really good point. I think I would enjoy Like and Throat's songs a lot more if he had. He kept everything the same, but he had more of a hooky chorus that I could sing along with. Even if it's not like pop hooky, if I sort of understood and you know felt the felt the emotions of the words, maybe that would be. Because I just assume all the words are like really, um, uh, really smart esoteric and high-minded because the one was about a book and that's like a book man <laughs> that's asking a lot i'm not that smart <laughs> but if it were about you know like driving your car oh shit i know how to drive my car i like driving my car too do 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 all right i'm getting goofy you are getting goofy, so I think we got to wrap it up. we got to move on. Uh, so our last uh, song, the evening, last week's winner, Max Bombast. And that's Max Bombast being peak S-Cub. I mean, clearly what happened was our judges got done judging kind of late in the week. And Max, we were halfway done with our song. And it was like, oh, I'll just polish it up and submit this then. Uh, which I don't, you know, it's, if you're immune, take your immunity, take your breaks. Because you definitely need them uh, as we go along. Um, but damn, those P sounds are so good. The only person in the world who can make P sounds sound good. Yeah, I'm stupidly impressed with that delivery. I'm I... stupidly annoyed with how catchy this is. I love it, and I am so disgusted at the same time. My notes are just me banging my head against the keyboard. It's A-D-G-J-A-S-L-D-G. I just... Uh, stop being so... Mm. 
Yep, that's this my. Is, uh, this is classic Max. Classic, classic. S Cub. It's just. It's that style. I love, especially. There's a bunch of like, like he, he mixes up. There's quick notes and slow notes all there, and they're mixed up just like beautifully. It kind of feels like it's a bit rappy, but it totally isn't. It's just like nice and clean. Ugh, yeah. I just hate it. Very nice. I hate the those pe those B sounds though, man. The pump the brakes. Just, it's so it's. It just seems so effortless and so good at the same time, and it makes me so angry. Yeah, um, I've been I've been trying to sing that like the past couple of days now, just saying that line, and I think I'm pretty good, but I I'm sure if I recorded it, it would not be the same. The uh, I do have some other notes besides me banging my head on the keyboard. Um, oh, good, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like the distorted bass tone, but you know it's a good distorted bass tone, so whatever. <laughs> great energy with the vocal delivery but you know it's great energy with the vocal delivery so whatever you know exactly what you've done and I'm so upset about it the criticisms I have uh, the lyric about taking shit out of the ground is just a little on the nose I don't know what is this Captain Planet yeah that, the dis it's a diss track and I'm 95% positive it's about people who don't believe or don't support uh, climate change reform it's climate deniers that's who we're dissing sure but I mean, like, you can do it without the lyrics taking shit out of the ground. Um, I just thought those were a little clunky, uh, and I still want to hear like a more of a more of a stomach voice delivery than a maybe someday, someday, maybe one day. I also wrote, but I don't care too much because I'm so disgusted by how catchy this is. I was just thing singing this all day. Mm -hmm. Yep, me too. Thanks. Oh, I'm so jealous. I can't sound that good. One P sounds. I don't. I don't sound that clean. It's just. I always have a soft spot. Not a soft spot, but S Cup always hits the exact things I love, which is just like the cleanest, the cleanest, most enunciated lyrics and so catchy acapella sounds. Anyway, I should stop gushing. We are so over time. Um, those were our our three for honors that don't count at all to the scores, so we're not gonna rank them. The next round is color me blank and you're supposed to fill in the fill in the blank and the challenge is to have uh like a sampled vocal hook right the the sampled vocal hook is so this is the guest round that happens every year you have to add someone new uh typically the guest round is you find a real person who's live right now and have them sing or do something for you in this particular instance, you have to find some pre-existing sound bit, be it YouTube clip, song, or whatever. If it's already published out there somewhere, you can use that, and that has to be your guest. So it's a little interesting, a little different. I think it opens the field a ton. Yeah. So I'm very excited to hear all the whatever creative yeah, things. Yeah, it's not it's not make. the guest round panic where everybody drops out because they don't have friends. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Right, we all oh. did it. Yeah. Hey. That was how we got watertight, though, and I don't think you, I, yeah, anyway. I was just listening that to that yet? today. That's a great song. <laughs> uh, only because you and Lucky Spoon are in it, not because of me. I can't rap. Uh, anyway, um, so I guess we're really over time. Yeah, we're over time. Anyway. We're over time. That's next week. We're going to cut some people, and some stuff's going to happen. All right, so newuglypodcast at gmail.com. 608-571-4940. Get all of the songs at neuron.songlander.com and we will song love, love you long time. Long time.